Thanks for downloading the Beyond the Money podcast. If you hear anything on today's show that you need clarity on or to make that first consultation, give the team a call, 727-334-0024 or always online at mycampbellandco.com. As always, thanks for listening. Now, let's get to the show. Jackie, we're back at work, so I guess that means you did not win the billion-dollar lottery last no. weekend. Darn it. <laughs> I had the best intentions to buy a ticket, too. And, you know, you're certainly not going to win if you don't buy a ticket. Right. But, uh, but yeah, $1 billion. I mean, that's pretty impressive. But a lot of people have asked over the past few weeks because, you know, the jackpot just kept climbing and climbing. Right. And, you know, what's the first thing I need to do? And, you know, how long would that money last? How much would I have to pay in taxes? So a lot of curiosity there for sure. Well, I think that's a great way to start this weekend here on Beyond the Money Radio is let's say, and of course, the chances of us winning a billion dollars lottery. I mean, after taxes, that's what about 500 million are very slim to none. But the reality is there's a chance we may have an inheritance at some point in our life. So Jackie, if we do have an inheritance in our future, or we maybe just received one, what are the first steps that we should take? Well, the, I think the very first thing is, well, one thing, be grateful for whatever you get, right? Um, but, you know, having an appointment, talking to a fiduciary, talking to a financial advisor that is a fiduciary, you know, one that can really help navigate you through, you know, one, what do I have? What do I do with it? And is it taxable? How much do I get to keep? You know, do I have that 10-year rule from the SECURE Act? Is this a retirement account that I'm going to have to be forced to take the distributions or liquidate this account within 10 years? I mean, those things can be extremely important for any inheritance and you know that should be one of the very first conversations and you know how are you invested now how should you invest it what might have been a good strategy for someone, you know, a relative or someone that you inherit from is mm-hmm. not necessarily going to be the best strategy for you and your circumstance. 727-334-0024. Maybe you know an inheritance is coming or maybe you came into a windfall amount of money from the sale of a business or some real estate. Nothing wrong with asking the questions. Jackie Campbell wants to sit down with you and offer a complimentary portfolio comparison. 727-334-0024. No cost, no obligation to you from Jackie Campbell and the team at Campbell. Company Wealth Advisors and CPAs. And aside from the lottery, Jackie, I know a lot of people still talking about this economy. And the Fed raised interest rates by another three quarters of a point with no signs of letting up as inflation continues its grip. David Kelly with JP Morgan tells CNBC that the Fed has been too reactive and they're not being proactive enough. The U.S. economy right now is walking a tightrope on the edge of a recession. And the problem is this Fed is reacting to data as it's coming in. Monetary policy should be forward looking. And what we can see is a cold front is going through in terms of inflation. Growth is slowing. The Federal Reserve should ease off a bit here. They just don't want to until they actually see signs of lower inflation. When you talk to your clients, Jackie Campbell, what do you tell them about how to not run out of money in retirement? Well, one is have a plan, right? Have a written plan. And we work our plans. We have that that full retirement master plan. And we're always constantly testing that. And having something built in for inflation is extremely important. And for times like these, we've had really, really low inflation. And low interest rates for a period of time. So this is a a new thing. But, you know, the one thing I kind of agree with him, it's it's like too late, too much, too long. Just there's such a thing called uh, short term pain or long term pain. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's just better to have a short term pain and just kind of, you know, just go ahead and address it. Have that conversation that you're agonizing over for hours and hours and just get it done. And it's over within five or 10 minutes. And it is what it is at the end of the day. And that's sort of the way it is with inflation. 
definitely the interest rates needed to rise to kind of offset that. But the, really, the Feds waited too long to even begin the process. So it's definitely going to be, I think, a little bit more drawn out. Uh, I don't think it's over with yet. But, you know, I'm one of those, I'd rather get it over and have that short-term pain versus the long-term. You know, as we're talking about the recession, for 100 years now, we always heard that it was two negative quarters of growth in the GDP. The big question from Wall Street is, have we seen the bottom? Economist Nariel Rabauni says anyone who believes this will be a shallow recession is delusional and we should be ready for a severe financial crisis. Jackie, when you hear comments like that about this is going to be a severe recession and a severe financial crisis, how do you react to that? You know, I think everything is there's a season for it, right? And right. so that's what the market does. It's going to go up and it's going to go down. That is a, what we call a market cycle. So there's going to be a normal ebb and flow. I mean, are we in a, a shallow recession? Are we going to be in a, you know, what does he call it? A severe financial crisis? I mean, that's really to be determined. But, you know, it's normal and it's just about not having and taking those emotional reactions to everything. It's about having a plan, having a written plan, having a non-emotional, methodical, mathematical approach to what you're doing. And, you know, if you've been taking too much risk, you've probably already lost. So, you know, we, we had a little bit better of a month in the market, you know, this past month. Um, so we'll, you know, see what August and the next few weeks and months are going to, how they're going to fall. Mm -hmm. But consumer confidence, I think, Mark, has a lot to do with it. Just looking at a chart since 1990, we are at the lowest level in 32 years. Mm. And, you know, that started, you know, in 2020, of course, around COVID, mid 2021, ever since it's just been like a straight line down. And, you know, it's definitely, you know, like if you're, you're on social media, you're going to give the thumbs down, you know, the dislike, right. the mad yeah. face, the, the crying, whatever emotion or multiple emotions that you might have, you, that's kind of what's going on right now. And that's really the role that we take here, you know, as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary here at Campbell Company, it's about, you know, not having all those emotions and just kind of looking at the numbers, the math, the math does not lie as long as we have a good base of information and what your clear plan is. And that's really it. It's just many times people think that they're going to run out of money or they think that they can't afford to spend more money on an annual basis or a monthly basis. But they have more than enough, more than adequate resources. It's just about helping them grow it and helping them protect it. And if we can do those two things and help them reduce their taxes along the way, which is what we do differently here at Camel Company, we don't just talk tax, we actually prepare tax returns and truly understand it and do tax efficiency planning and timelines with our clients to really make sure that we're going to help them keep as much of that as possible. Because it's not what you make, it's what you keep that really matters. That's right. And Jackie just mentioned it. Where it's all about having a plan. So what is your plan? Maybe if there are some adjustments need to be made in this down economy, or maybe you just need a second opinion. That's all part of the complimentary portfolio comparison. And again, you don't have to have you know, $500 million to have this plan put together. But if you do have that 500000 in assets, again, that could be spread across a 401k, IRA, maybe a pension, a savings account. Give Jackie Campbell a call and let's put that plan together, including that tax strategy and that income plan. Again, no cost, no obligation to you. 727-334-0024. Always online at mycampbellandco.com. And Jackie, you know, as we're still in summer, we're into August now, but we're still, well, I am, I don't know about you, I'm always working on my beach body. But I think I've just kind of <laughs> given up and I've realized this is just going to be a dad bod for life. 
Well, you know, I just heard this thing from a friend of a mutual friend of ours. It's 75 hard. It's like 75 days of really hard working out and really, really strict diet and, you know, a gallon of water every day. And yeah, it's no. like, wow, that would really be good. And then I'm like, yeah, I probably wouldn't make it, you know, four or five days on <laughs> <laughs> that plan. But you have to be super, super disciplined for something like that. But, no. you know, the number one thing is it's not really what you look like, Mark. It's, I guess, just like with money. It's not about being flashy and having all these great things. And probably the people that have the most money, you would never suspect it. But it's about, you know, how are you on the inside, you know, with your relationships and um, your health on the inside. That's probably a much more important thing than than the dad body that you're you're worried about. My wife (laughs) likes my dad bod, so I'm okay with it. And Jackie, you mentioned 75 hard days. I really thought you meant seven to five days. And I'm like, oh, I'm all in for that. Oh, no, no. This was seven, five. (laughs) Yeah, 75. No, I'll give you I'll give you a solid seven days of working out a year. But the reason I was bringing up some of those myths is we're talking about myths and diet and exercise. A lot of those myths turn out to be false, like uh, coffee stunts your growth. Well, genetics determine your height, not coffee. Eating eggs causes high cholesterol. No eggs have no effect on your cholesterol. And 10,000 steps is key to getting healthy. While yes, it is, but really six to 8,000 is also just as nice as getting 10. So Jackie, when we're talking about some of these myths that we run across, what are some of the retirement planning myths that you've seen or you've heard from clients? Oh gosh. Well, number one is you don't have to pay taxes after age 70. We hear that a lot. That is not true. You always, as long as you're a resident of the United States, uh, you're going to be paying taxes potentially. There may be certain income levels or certain types of income that aren't taxable. So it, it depends, but potentially everyone should file a tax return. Um, Social Security is going away. I hear that often. And yes, there are definitely challenges with the Social Security fund, the funding of it to uh, 2035 is the latest that I had heard. But if that's cut or eliminated, we're going to have much bigger problems. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I I think from a political aspect, there definitely needs to be some changes made there, either with allocations or what employees or employers are paying for those that are currently working. Surprise, that hasn't already increased. But the stock market returns, that's another one. You know, stock market is often the biggest retirement risk and the home appreciation, but that's really not true. That while, yeah, you can lose every dollar that you invest into the stock market and your real estate, we know what happens in real estate um, from 2008, right? You you can lose 50% of your value, even though that we've had significant appreciation in the past couple of years, well, all over, especially here in Florida, Mm -hmm. Uh, but longevity, living longer is the number one risk for retirement. And, you know, people don't think they're going to live that long, but yet they do. I mean, I I have more clients now than I've had in three decades that are living to their 90s and beyond. And I had one client that actually lived past their income, their pension. They had a lifetime payout to age 99. They lived to 101. They <laughs> said, yeah, I actually outlived all my income. So, wow. but that's a, yeah. that's a great goal, but also kind of an expensive goal too. Exactly. But, you know, fortunately, they were really great planners and great health. So really great sense of humor, too. So it's just nice to hear from them, even though they've moved out to another state uh, several years ago. I still we still work with them. Another thing is you can't afford to save for retirement, especially with rent has gone up instead of rent here in Florida. I just had this experience helping somebody moving to Florida, uh, a friend rent 
has gone up instead of like a fifty dollar year increase in the rent it's going up to like five and seven and eight hundred dollars so there's actual potential laws going to be passed so that your landlord can't raise your rent more than a certain percentage Uh, it's just keeping up with inflation keeping up with homeowners insurance I have several insurance agents that I work with for our property and casualty or, you know, like a car and homeowners review that we do with our wealth management clients. And the minimum that property homeowners insurance has gone up in the state of Florida is 20%. Most are up 30 to 45% just this one year. So definitely the renewals are coming in significantly higher. But you know, you can always afford to save for retirement. And the more you can save for retirement, the more diligent that you are and or your spouse, the better and more successful you're going to be. I always recommend that if you get a raise of 3%, mm-hmm. put at least one of those towards your retirement savings every single year. And, you know, we've taught our kids, I mean, Scott just really taught them at a really young age that always, always, always save for retirement. Even if you think you can't afford that 10%, put it away anyway. And not borrowing from retirement. I think that's a big mistake that people make, um, you know, because they want to take out, you know, a couple thousand dollars and go on vacation or buy a TV or buy a couch and that can really be tens of thousands that it's going to cost them an opportunity over their lifetime. Okay, let me ask you this. So if now that we're kind of back out to traveling again, you were on vacation last week with the family. I took the family over to Ireland a couple of weeks ago, which was a bucket list trip. And that's something that we save for and we plan for. But in retirement, if you know that you want to take these bucket list trips with the family, can you create a separate bucket just for these life-changing events? Oh, absolutely. I I have a a couple of clients that really love that bucket approach because they like to see how much do I have in my travel fund? How much do I have in, one of them calls it their fun fund, (laughs) F-U-N, you know, this is my fun money for the year. And, you know, they they choose how they're going to spend it. It's either going to be a large trip, you know, a long trip that's going to be several, you know, weeks to a month, you know, going across to the country, you know, by train or whatever they're going to do, a couple cruises, see family, whatever that's going to be. And, you know, earmark that money so that they know they have it accounted for. And, you know, there's statistics out there. People take more time to plan their one and two week vacations every year than they do planning for retirement, for something that's going to last them 10, 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50 years. Wow. Wow. Busting some of these myths that we hear in financial planning, 727-334-0024. And we were talking about taxes at the beginning of that. And is that still something that most people overlook because they think, oh, my taxes are going to go down once I retire. Or I may not even have to pay taxes after a certain age. That is a real fact that people come to you and they say, oh, wait, I do have taxes in retirement. Uh, oh, definitely. You know, your Social Security up to 85% of that can be included as taxable. Any money that you take out of your 401ks, your IRAs, those are going to be taxable. And that's why when we do our planning and the earlier we can do that planning before the second 50 half of your years even begins, the better opportunity we have with tax efficiency planning. And I mean by tax efficiency is you want your dollars to be invested and to grow as tax efficiently and tax free as possible. And it's definitely doable. And the sooner that you start that process with the retirement planning, the better advantage you're going to have. Many people will get all the way into their 70s and 80s and they don't have any tax-free buckets. That's an extremely important one out of the three buckets. We have a a tax deferred, a tax, well, to keep it simple, tax now, tax later, tax never. There it is. (laughs) And the more we can put in that tax never bucket, the better it's going to be not only for you, but also for your beneficiaries and those next generations 
to come. So definitely planning can make a huge, huge impact on everything. Jackie Campbell and the team at Campbell & Company, they offer those five steps to a solid financial plan, which includes the tax plan, income planning, a wealth plan, long-term health care, and legacy planning as well. It's all part of the conversation that you're going to have with Jackie Campbell when you give her a call this weekend, 727-334-0024. Tell the team member, I want to sit down with Jackie and take advantage of the complimentary portfolio comparison. It's good if you have that 500000 in assets and you're ready to get serious about your retirement or you need a second opinion. And Jackie, to this day, still, the number one question you get from pre-retirees and even those into retirement is, am I going to have enough money to last through retirement? Correct? A hundred percent. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many zeros they have. That is their greatest concern is outliving their money. And if it's not for them and their lifetime, they're concerned about their spouse uh, because typically there's one CFO in the family, uh, whether it's the husband or the wife. And I do see a huge diversity there. It's it's not necessarily one or the other like it, it used to be mm-hmm. uh, a generation ago. But it's you have that one person who's comfortable, who knows where all the dollars are, know about all those different accounts, but where it gets really slippery is when that one spouse, that CFO, kind of gets a little slippery, right? right? And either some memory issues, some cognitive issues, or health issues, um, you know, just gets disorganized. I mean, you know, everything is, you think about it, where do you have your photos? They're on your cell phone, they're on your laptop, they're on a tablet, they're in the cloud, they're in photo albums, they're in, um, if you're like me, you probably have some negatives and some, you know, just the <laughs> packets that you got them from the, the drugstore or pharmacy, whatever. Film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So even the, what was it, the 10 or what was it? The, the real small one, but anyway. Oh, yeah. um, Pol- I even have Polaroids, yeah, Mark, Pol- so come on. <laughs> you know they tried to make a comeback. Polaroid made a comeback about two years ago. They did. Yeah, yeah it didn't, didn't last long. Didn't last that- long, no, because our cell phones. That's right. Got too expensive. <laughs> and the quality, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you think of what you have, all your investments, the l- most number of accounts that I have ever seen in my career is someone had 87 accounts. And I said, wow, this is great. Why? Why would you have that many accounts? <laughs> and they were engineer minded. They loved it. They had this multiple page Excel document and they just really loved keeping track of all of those different accounts. But, you know, they thought of it as diversification. I think that's diversification. And what a nightmare for somebody to come behind you, even though you've got it on one spreadsheet and a good summary, a good beginning for them. Can your spouse manage all those things? And the answer was no. So, you know, we definitely started working towards, you know, getting that a little bit more simplified. And that's what most people want these days. We are on information overload. I just gave one example where we have photographs. If you think of our entire financial life, talk about a junk drawer, junk closet, junk everything, a shed, a garage. I mean, you've got stuff everywhere. All these orphan 401ks that are sitting out. If you've had more than one job, if you've had more than one marriage, you probably have things with different names on them. And one day that's going to be a challenge and a problem to get that all collected and start those required minimum distributions and and getting everything organized for that next generation or your surviving spouse. So why not take advantage of what we're offering, that complimentary comparison, the ability to sit down and and really have somebody who's not emotionally attached to everything that can really come up with a good uh, methodical strategy for you to get everything 
organized. I mean, that's why I created the My Win file was just to get everything in one place that when that time came, either for health reasons, uh, health issues, just simply you just want to travel and don't want to deal with everything anymore. Or maybe you're in Ireland and want to spend a couple extra months and mm-hmm. you need somebody to take care of the pets while you're away. It's just it's just a way to kind of gather all that information and having that plan. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how everybody does it with you know everything just hanging loose all over the place, kind of like a big hodgepodge. So uh, yeah. definitely simplifying, especially if you're the CFO, get your ducks in order, get those things ready for that next generation or your surviving spouse. It is that complimentary portfolio comparison from Jackie Campbell and the team at Campbell and Company, 727-334-0024. One more time, 727-334-0024. If you're in the car this weekend, just put a Google on Jackie Campbell or Campbell and Company. All that information will be there and just tell the representative when you call, I want to sit down with Jackie Campbell. I need a second opinion. I need someone to make some adjustments to my portfolio. Again, this weekend, no cost, no obligation to you. 727-334-0024. Now, the Beyond the Money tip of the day. You know, we talked a little bit about my win file and being prepared. I'm a real advocate. I got cleaning up your messes. And for some reason, I am really, really passionate about that this year in 2022. So that's what I would encourage you to do is if you don't have a central place where you have all your information, all your your passwords, all of your accounts, if you have a safe deposit box, if you have uh, your last will and testament, who your professional advisors are that you're working with, give us a call. We'd love the opportunity to share our guarding your legacy checklist with you. And that's 727-334-0024, 727-334-0024. Jackie Campbell is an investment advisor representative with MarketGuard, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice nor recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situations. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. 